What is up, guys? I am uh, thankful you're tuning in today. Um, This is Set Me Free with Shane. Um, I love to sit down and talk and share my heart and uh, just discuss life, um, you know, my struggles, things, you know, I've been through in life and and kind of offer my perspective as a way of help. And I think that's I think that's what God calls all of us to do is share love and share, you know, our you know, just life, man. It's, it's, I've found that it's, it doesn't make me any less of a human or a Christian to face problems or have issues. Um, because God is working in me and through me to bring me home, um, to him. And today I got an awesome teaching, um, and discussion planned for us. Um, what an honor it is to be able to handle the word of God and, and deliver it to you. I don't take it lightly, man, and and I just really enjoy the word of God because it provides direction for my life. It it gives me sight when when the world and things in life start to blind me. I can always go to the word of God and find clear direction because the word of God is truth and and it's the owner's manual for our life. And the the more we read it, the more you know, our, our minds are renewed and we find ourselves living the way that God designed us to live. Um, so I'm going to share today's teaching. It's got a lot of powerful truths in it. And I've been sitting and dwelling on this thing, man, and just letting this thing work in my heart. And, and uh, this, this is bringing a whole new freedom in my life. And it's so powerful um, because peace is important. You know, when you have peace and, and you're able to uh, to understand God and, and kind of have, you know, that security in knowing your creator, man, it does something to you, man. And it'll cause you to love other people and, and it'll cause you to love yourself. And that's one thing in my life I always struggled with was, was uh, valuing myself. So I'm going to jump into this teaching and um, it, it's, a, it's about the old covenant versus the new covenant of grace. Um, And I want to relate this to our world and humanity in general before I get into discussion. Um, So we we can find the old covenant was God's way of doing things with man and interacting with man from the very beginning of time with Adam and Eve. Okay, and so through that timeline leading up to when Jesus Christ would be born of the Virgin Mary, that sparks the new covenant. Okay. So in this old covenant, I want to take, I want to take a second and break this down and help you to understand how it worked and what it was meant to do. Okay. So the old covenant was a list of rules and they were written on stone through Moses. You can find, um, that story in Exodus. Um, and it's a bunch of, you know, the 10 commandments and then rules and rituals, um, it was kind of like a stop this, stop that, do this, do that. It's a complete behavior modification from the outside in. And, you know, in, in the Old Testament, in the Bible, they had to do all these sacrifices and do all these works, basically, um, to, to have peace with God. And it was, it was all based on man's obedience, and, and the old covenant was based on you and I doing it. So God's seen 
that that did not work with human, that we could never in and of ourselves become who God wants us to be. So the cool part of the story is, and the the specific time in which we get to live is so awesome because we are underneath a new covenant between God and man, and the covenant is called grace, God's grace. Um, And the way the new covenant works is from the inside out. It's not a behavior modification, but rather God comes to dwell in our hearts and helps us to live from the inside out. And I want to just tell you a lot of people in our world today are living underneath that old system. And that old system, like I said, it's from the outside in. It's behavior modification. And what that looks like is if I could just get a better job, my life will get better. If I could just make more money, I will be happier. You know, if I could just buy that bigger, nicer house or have more things, I'll feel better. Um, If I could just get healthier or lose weight, everything will be better. You know, and it's always trying to fix life or change life or alter your life from the outside instead of doing it from in the heart. And that is, I I believe, humanity's problem is that we need a new heart and that the problem does not lie with outside. You cannot fix it. And that's what politics tries to do. It tries to fix our world from the outside. Well, if we just change this system over here or if we just alter this, you know, over here, that it'll fix this. And it's an ongoing thing that's been going on for thousands of years. And you can clearly see the state of the world, you know, like Michael Jackson uh, sung the song, if you want to make a change in the world, take a look in the mirror and start with the man in the mirror. And that's how God works. That's the new covenant. So I'm going to give a teaching. I'm going to give a lot of information in a short amount of time. And I hope what this does is helps you to understand God's interaction with you, with me, And it will bring freedom in your life knowing that God is working in you and God is working through you if you place your faith in Jesus Christ. Um, So let me start off with Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 33. Verse 31 says, The day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with my people. This covenant will not be like the one I had made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and brought them out of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I love them, as a husband loves his wife, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with them, says the Lord. I will put my instructions deep within them, and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And I want to just quickly um, say two things in that passage of Scripture that he says he took them by the hand and brought them out of Egypt. See, That's an outward symbolization that God led them outwardly. And in Egypt, in the Bible, it's a shadow or a type of bondage because they were underneath the Egyptian rule at the time. And and it symbolizes bondage in their life. And so I want to read another passage of scripture, Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. And I will take out your old stony, stubborn heart, and I will give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you, 
so that you will follow my decrees, my word, and obey my regulations in my way of life. I will cleanse and change your filthy behavior. That was verse 39. And these are two Old Testament scriptures that are shadowing the new covenant that God was talking about that was coming. And, you know, I want to, I want to shift here and I want to talk about the new covenant and the power of the new covenant. It talks about when we place our faith in Christ, that the spirit of God comes to live within us. It lives in us and through us. Um, And it's just so cool that, you know, the new covenant God says in, in the scripture that it'll be written on our hearts. It's no longer something we have to try to achieve or do, but rather God is living by his spirit in our hearts. And, and it's, it's, the, it's Christ. It's the sacrifice that Christ made was a sacrifice that will forever satisfy the wrath and anger of God. God is no longer angry at mankind. And now God lives in believers in and through them. And, and we can see that in Jeremiah and Ezekiel here in the reference God was giving. And, and what, what takes place is a regeneration. This new covenant, when you place your faith in what Christ did. In the new covenant, I want to sum it up real quick. Jesus Christ came in the flesh as the, God's son. And he lived a perfect life. And through that perfect life, he satisfied God. And when he died on the cross, he took our sin and our shame and our guilt. And he, he was buried for three days and rose from the grave. And the Bible says that same spirit that lifted Christ from the grave comes to dwell in us when we believe. So what I want to help you to see is that the spirit of God, when you believe, if you believe, comes to live inside of you and begins a work. It's called a regeneration. Um, it's, it's where God breathes life inside of you. And now you are not just living, but you've come alive. And you, you will experience peace, hope, purpose. I mean, it has, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, long-suffering. Um, you know, so now we see that we're no longer doing it. Like the old way, had we had to do it. But now God does the work for us. He did the work with his son. He sent his son to die. And now when we choose to believe in that sacrifice that Christ made for us, God's spirit comes to live within us and it regenerates us. It gives us brand new life, a brand new start. And it's a brand new heart, as Ezekiel said right here. I will give you a new heart and I will put my spirit in in you. See, in the Old Testament, they didn't have that spirit in them. They they had manifestations of the spirit that would come here and there. And like I said, God would make appearances in different ways and forms. But now God has come to live within us. And man, that is free and that is liberating. And I could see this being so true in my life because as I look back over my life, I can tell the Spirit of God has been active and working in my life because I want to share a few things that God has brought me out of. Um, anger. I, I, I lived very angry for quite a period of time, very resentful, 
angry, um, the, and smoking, uh, chewing, vaping, drugs, alcohol, pornography, cussing. Those are things God has cleaned up and taken away from me. I didn't even try to quit doing those things. They just fell off of my life. And that's evidence of the spirit of God working in my life. Now, I also want to share things that I'm still struggling with. And and I believe as I progress in my relationship with the Lord and allow the spirit to keep working, he will deliver me from lying. I love fabricating stories. I struggle with it because I, I just like throwing my details in there and I can make it better. Um, I struggle with judging other people. I struggle with thinking I'm better, smarter, more intelligent than, than you. Um, I struggle with pride, um, depression, and anxiety. And those are things I believe God's spirit will help me to come out of in the future. Um, you know, and I just want to say real quick, if you have a problem or you have a struggle and you believe and you're a Christian, that does not make you any less of a Christian than any other Christian in the world. It doesn't make you any less than a preacher, a priest, um, anyone, you know, this thing is not about who's been serving God longer or who loves God more. This is about understanding that God's spirit is living within you and he will live in you and through you to bring you home, which is heaven. Um, where we will live forever. So that's pretty exciting, man. And um, when you come to the understanding of that, that is, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty awesome. And I want to give a reference to where you can find some of that, that scripture to study about the spirit living within you. Jesus taught about is John chapter 14, verses 16 through 19, really kind of the whole chapter. Um, My favorite verse in John chapter 14 is verse 6. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And Jesus said, it's important that I leave to go to the Father because then I can send my spirit to live within you. And it's a spirit of truth. Um, He also called it the comforter. Um, You know, because when we live in truth, that is what sets us free. And... So I want to encourage you that the spirit is in you if you believe in Christ. And so I want to um, give a few references here. Romans chapter 8 verses 9 through 11. It basically sums up that we're all going to die in our bodies. That sin will kill our bodies. We are aging outwardly day by day. But inwardly we are being made new by the spirit of God. And that spirit will cause us to live forever. As our body falls to the ground and perishes, our soul will be raised to live with God forever. Um, Galatians 2, chapter 20, or chapter 2, verse 20, sorry. Um, It says, my old self is dying and Christ is living in, in us by his spirit. And that is making us new. Um, Galatians chapter 4 verses 6 through 7 basically summarize that by the spirit within us, we begin acknowledging that God is our father. That's how we believe in him. See, the Bible says it's God who works both in us to do, both works in us both to do and act according to his purpose. 
See, it's God who does all the work by sending his spirit to dwell within us. And it's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. It's the same spirit that gives us a brand new life, a brand new start in life when we need it. Because as humans, we put ourselves in situations and circumstances over and over again where we need help. It comes in many different forms and, you know, faces and, you know, I don't have time to describe all of it. But, you know, we we put ourselves in situations where we need help in life. And that's what God is. That's why we're here. That's why we're breathing. You know, and, and that's why we exist is to to know God. That's our single purpose in life is to come to the knowledge of our creator because that's where we will live forever. You know, life is just the dress rehearsal for the big show or the game. It's the practice for the game. You know, so God does all this work by his spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 through 20, it talks about our body being the temple for the spirit. And, and God stores his spirit in our body. It's, it's a mark. It's, the Bible also describes it as being a seal of redemption. That, you know, that when our body, like I said, our body falls, our spirit will rise to be with God forever. And so I want to encourage you today that whatever you're struggling with, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, there is a helper that comes into your life. And when you begin to acknowledge that, and it's all about a matter of perspective, you know, when you are looking for him and you are looking to him, you will begin seeing him and you will begin understanding that this new covenant, this it's a covenant of love and it's a covenant of grace. And it works from the inside out. We no longer have to try to change our life to be happy. But all of the sudden we understand that when we believe in Christ, the spirit of God comes to live within us and we find a newfound joy and we find a newfound peace. In Psalm 23, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord has become my shepherd and I shall not want. I no longer want for anything because he has satisfied the inward longing of my soul. And, and you know, there, there comes such a peace with knowing that the the spirit is working in your life and you know it will cause all things to work together for your good you know it's beautiful man god is awesome and um you know i i hope that i've given you some information that will help you to understand a little bit about life a little bit about what it means to be a believer you know what what happens what takes place well that spirit the same spirit god's spirit comes to live inside of your heart and begins working with you um so you know and this is this is something that's completely unearned like we didn't do something good to get this this is you know this is god's grace man and this is god's love for us as humanity that that he sent his son to die for every single person so that we would have a way to come to him you know so the bible tells us now we could come boldly to him you know, so I want to just say that the unearned power of Christ is living his life in and through you by his spirit. And, and you know, the, this new covenant that I'm talking about will lead you into a place of freedom, you know, and it's not going to be a snap of a fingers. 
It's not, it's not a bunch of fairy dust that falls from the sky, but this is a lifelong journey with your creator. And as you continue to look to him and trust in him, you will see your life will start changing, you know, for the better and for the good. You will find yourself growing and loving deeper and more and forgiving people and letting go of situations you can't control and just walking into your destiny. And you also have to be devoted as a student of the word of God, because that is going to provide you the direction that you're looking for. Um, so I hope this encouraged you and gave you some type of clarity in your walk with Christ. And um, if there's anything I could do, um, reach out. Um, my friend and I, Brandon, we do a, a podcast on recovery. It's called Freedom Through the Fire. And Shane and Danielle Brucher, you can reach out through Facebook. And um, man, just uh, get hopeful about your journey. And you're just stepping into something, man. God has awesome things prepared for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. So take a deep breath. Enjoy the freedom that Christ provided. He did all the work. God laid it out on the table before us. Now all we have to do is just believe and continue to follow him. Thank you all. Have a great day.